Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And forget not all of his benefits. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're on the benefit, I heard Pastor Howie say. <laughs> We're on the benefit. Forget not all of his benefits. Oh, it's so good to be in the house. Praise God. Isn't it good to be together? It's good to see the front row full of all these beautiful people. Hallelujah. Good to see the strength. The strength of this church lies in the lives of these men and women who are elders and who are pastors and who are leaders in the church. Bless God. Hallelujah. You, sir, are a seed carrier. You're a carrier of God's seed. One day when you get into heaven, you are going to be amazed at the harvest that has come from the seed that you have faithfully sown over the years. Do not stop for the seed that you carry is his seed. Hallelujah. And it carries eternity. You carry eternity in your heart. And that which you've spoken and given and, and, and offered to people in the days gone by, sometimes you say it's just fallen by the wayside. But I want to tell you, this good seed has landed in some good soil. And hallelujah, you are going to be amazed at the harvest that is there. So God bless you. Keep going. Keep going. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, just bless our pastors as they go. And have a great holiday, Lord. We just covet your blessing. We thank you for them. We thank you for the goodness that is in their hearts. We thank you for the way they've served you night and day, year in and year out, Lord. Good times and not so good times. Lord, you've, they've been faithful in the house. So, Lord, I pray a real special blessing and refreshing over them. And, Lord, uh, over John and Linda as they go and accompany them. Lord, let these leaders, our pastors, Lord, let them be mightily blessed and refreshed, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's the grandson. Just one at the moment, but we're trusting for more to arrive. <laughs> what, a, what a great subject, the I am's. The I am's of, of, of the Lord. Hallelujah. How many know, how many, when it says I am, tell me, I, what is, what, who is Jesus? I am what? The way, the truth, and the life. I am the bread of life. I am the door. I am he. Yes. I am the provider. Yes. The vine, the light. We had the door. Please keep up. <laughs> the resurrection and the life. <laughs> the beginning and the end. The Savior. Yes, so many I am's, and we've been sharing these, and we'll continue to do so. What a rich thing, and we're going to go into next month. I think we're continuing this series into next month, aren't we? This morning, um, you know, uh, Moses said, said to the Lord, Lord, well, the Lord said to Moses, Moses, get down there to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, well, they'll never listen to me. And God says, well, I'm, I'm going to be with you. He says, well, when I get down there, who, who am I going to say has sent me? And God said, this is what you're to say. 
Tell them, I am who I am. Jehovah is the word that came there, I am. The word Yahweh or Jehovah. It means the God who is present and active. That's what Jehovah means. The God who is present and who is active. And uh, so he, uh, that's what it was. And, and one time when, when Jesus w- was being questioned and uh, he, he made this case before, he said, before Abraham was, I am. And the minute he said that, all the Jewish people picked up stones and began to stone him, tried to stone him because he used the name of God. And he was identifying that. He was identifying himself as God. And for the Jewish believers of that time, that was blasphemy. For someone to say, because they would not even speak the name. In the original text, when Jehovah was there, they wouldn't even, in the manuscripts, they wouldn't even write the name. It was so holy. And so, to them, so powerful. The God who is present and who is active. And so today I'm going to talk to you about I am the Alpha and Omega. My apologies to those who are at Simon and, uh, and Kate's place because I spoke that there a few Sundays ago. And Simon says, you've got to speak that to the church. And so if you were there at that home group, you've got to hear it again. And so I'm sorry about that, but... I wanted to bring this again to all the people because I believe it's so important. It's mainly just scripture. So it, it, it'll, it'll be good. Focus. Focus on Jesus, yes? We need to focus on him. Reuben and Harmony, you led us so beautifully this morning. Hallelujah. This place was bathed in the love of God. It was easy to receive his love this morning. So thank you for preparing your heart. And for bringing that worship to us this morning. Thank you. Righto. Here's the first scripture. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 13. It says this. What does it say? Is it up on the screen? Hands up those who can see that. Can you see that? That's good. All right. Let's stand together and read it. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, just anoint your scriptures in a special way this morning. That we might take them right into our hearts. Not only take them, but believe them and act upon them. Here we go. It's Revelation 22 and 13. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Let's read it again. I am Alpha and Omega. The first and the last, the beginning and the end. Hallelujah. It's interesting that the first verse in the Bible and the last verse in the Bible are brackets around him. The first verse in the Bible says, let's read it together. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yes, Talking about that, John 1 and verse 1 says, the first verse of John, he starts out and he says, let's read it. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, 
And the Word was God, and He was with God in the beginning. Hallelujah. Verse 14 of that chapter, it says, The Word became flesh. We are talking about Jesus, the Word of God. Hallelujah. The Word became flesh. He was there when? At the beginning. Jesus is the beginning and the end. He's there in verse 1. Chapter 1, Genesis 1, verse 1. He is there at the beginning. Hallelujah. We go right through the Scriptures and we come to the last verses in Revelation chapter 22. And what do we read? Let's read it together. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am. There it is. Yes, I am. The I am. What's he doing? He's coming soon. Hallelujah. I am coming soon. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. That's the lesson for today. I wonder where they're going. <laughs> There's always something happening at Excite. <laughs> Not that we plan much, but... <laughs> Revelation chapter 1. Okay, the beginning. Let's talk about the beginning. Let's talk about the beginning. In the beginning was Jesus, the I Am. Yeah. Who is He? Who is this Jesus? Who is the great I Am that was there at the beginning and will be right there at the end? And everywhere in between. Hands up those who can read that. If you're spiritual, you'll have good eyesight and you can see it. If you're very spiritual, hands up those who can see it now. <laughs> All right. Sorry, it's not quite big enough. But there it is. I'll read it to you. Those who can see it, can see it. Revelation chapter 1. This is the I am. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze, glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun, shining in all its brilliance. And when I saw him, I said, I've got a few questions to ask you. I've got a few things. I've heard people say, when I get to heaven, I'm gonna, I've, got a, I've got a few things to say to him i got a few questions to ask. i I got some things that I don't understand. I'll be, man, I've got some things. Listen, when you stand before this man, hallelujah, whose face shines like the sun, you won't have a lot of questions. You'll bow the knee. If you're not flat on your face, you'll bow the knee in his presence. Because this man is the son of the living God. He was there at the beginning, and he'll be there at the end. His name is Jesus, the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. 
And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and he said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and of Hades or of hell. This is, this is the Jesus we serve. This is he who is King of kings and Lord of lords. He's my savior. He's my redeemer. Hallelujah. He is king of all the kings in the earth. He's king of them. Of all the lords that have walked the face of the earth, he is Lord of all the lords. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. John chapter 1, we go back to there and we read verse 1 to 5. And it says this. In the beginning, we read it before, was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. See, see, see that's the thing. Jesus is God. Hallelujah. You know, some people say, well, he, 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 he's just a good man. He was a good man. But no, he said he was the Son of God. He said he was God. He said, I am that I am. Some people say, well, he's a good man, but he's not the son of God. Many religions say that, other religious. No, he is the son of God. And you've got to work it out. When, he, when I was at university, I thought about this and I thought, Lord, you're, are you who you say you are? You see, there's no middle ground. He came saying he was the son of God. He came saying I was there at the beginning. He came declaring that he was the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. So he's either who he is, he said he is, or he's a liar and an imposter and deserved to be crucified. There is no middle ground here. He's not just a good man. He's not just a philosopher. His name is Jesus. He is the King of kings and upon this information, you and I make our decision for all eternity. And we either believe he is who he says he is, we either believe he died on the cross and rose again, or we crucify him as an imposter. Because there is no middle ground. If someone comes to you and says that, they are so and so and so and so, and then you find that they're not, then you forget them, put them aside. But this man, this man proved he was the son of God. He was with God in the beginning. Verse 3, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. In the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace and of truth. Hallelujah. You see, he was there at the beginning. By him, all things were made. Nothing was made without him.
John in the epistles says that fathers talks about children and sons and fathers. And it says this about fathers in the house. It says, fathers know him who is from the beginning. 1 John chapter 5. Know him who is from the beginning. The thing about Jesus being at the beginning, fathers, when you've walked a few years, I'm coming up to the point, I wasn't going to tell him my age, I won't, because he gets nervous when I say this. But um, (laughs) next year I will be... (laughs) I'll be a Christian. I gave my heart to the Lord when I was eight. So I have been a Christian next year 70 years. And when you've walked with the Lord that space of time, you understand, you know him who was from the beginning. What was at the beginning? In the beginning, everything was empty and void. Nothing was happening. But it says in Genesis 1, but the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the face of the earth. And fathers know that when nothing's happening, he's still there. And he's about to create. He's about to do something. When you come to a time where you're not sure, fathers know he who is the beginning That when God says, let there be, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit begins to move to create. Yes. So we go to Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 1, 2, and 3. In the past, let's read it together. Here we go. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us By his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. Hallelujah. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Praise God. This is my Jesus. Hallelujah. This is so good. Hallelujah. He created, all things were created by him and for him. Hallelujah. Psalm 33 and verse 6 says, By the word of the Lord, by the word of Jehovah, he who is active and he who is present, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. When he speaks, things are created. When my Jesus speaks, when God said, let there be light, there was nothing on the face of this earth, and God said, let there be, when he spoke, things began to be created. And he upholds them today by the power of his word. Hallelujah. He is the great I am. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15 says this, down through to 21. The Son, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God. You say, who's God? What's he like? Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. If you will take time to read the Gospels, 
John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see Jesus in action, you'll see Father God in action. This is how God deals with people. The way Jesus deals with people is the way the Father God deals with people. He is the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things, hallelujah, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. This is my Jesus, bringing everything back to the heart of the Father. All who will receive him, to them gives he power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. Verse 21. Once you and I were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior. But now, say that, but now, but now, hallelujah, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This is the Jesus I serve. This is the... If you don't believe in miracles, there's one right up there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that he can present you and me holy in his sight without blemish, praise God, and free. Oh, hallelujah. This is the pathway back into the heart of God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, through the cross. Hallelujah. He changes me. He changes you. He can, he can forgive and to cleanse and to, and to make you a brand new person. Like, like you just, you, that you, you can just be born again. You can start again. Hallelujah, because of Jesus. Old things can pass away and everything can become brand new. Hallelujah. And so it was Jesus, the Alpha. And the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. What about the end? What about the end? The last verse in the Bible, it says, Jesus said, I am coming soon. There were several hundred predictions about Jesus coming in the Old Testament, written hundreds of years before he appeared, and every one of them, every one was proved to be absolutely 100%. But do you know there are more prophecies about the second coming of Jesus than there are about the first coming? And if all the ones about his first coming proved to be right, then I can tell you all the ones about his second coming will also prove to be right. 
And we are living in those days of expectancy. Hallelujah. So what is about this? Jesus will appear again. Say, will he? Yes. 1 Thessalonians 4. How's it going to happen? Like this. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. Hallelujah. I went to a funeral recently and the person had steadfastly kept Jesus at arm's length all of her life. When challenged about it, no, don't talk to me. At the funeral, there was a lot of lovely things said, but there was no hope of the future. But you and I, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, know there is a future after death. Hallelujah. There is a resurrection. He is the resurrection and the life. Praise God. And we need to understand this. Because, for we believe, say that, we believe. What do we believe? We believe that Jesus died and rose again. Let's say that. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. Hands up those who believe that. Okay. I'm in good company here. That's what we believe. And so, we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in Him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, that's me, who are left until the coming of the Lord. I'm st- There's some doubt that I'm still alive. I am still alive. I might be old, but I'm still alive. Hallelujah. I like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. We tell you that we are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself, hallelujah. He's not sending someone else. It's the Lord himself will come. Praise God. He'll come down from heaven with a loud command. Well, the old version said with a loud shout. Praise God. Hallelujah. With the voice of the archangel. That'll be worth hearing. You'll hear it whether you like it or not. And with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Praise God. Oh, after that, that's just the beginning. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. So, what's going to happen? When Jesus comes, there'll be a shout, hallelujah, There'll be the trumpet sound that'll sound about round the earth. Praise God. There'll be the voice of the archangel and Jesus himself will come from heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. The dead in Christ shall rise out of their graves. Their spirits and their souls will come with Jesus in the clouds, but their bodies will be resurrected. They'll be gathered a new body. Hallelujah. A, a, a spiritual body will rise. And then you and I, if we're still alive when Jesus comes, hallelujah, once they are there, we'll go up and be with him in, in the air. And so we will live with him forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can't lose being a Christian. Praise God. 
It's a wonderful thing. Now, brothers and sisters, he goes on to say, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You're all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. Yes? Praise God. Philippians 3 and verse 20. Let's read it together. Here we go. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that he be like his glorious... Oh, wait a minute. What does it say there? He will transform our lowly bodies so that we be like his glorious body. The resurrection body that you and I will carry will be like Jesus' resurrection body. Hallelujah. We will be changed. Let me read you another scripture. It's not up there. It's from 1 Corinthians 15. It was in our reading today. Uh, If those of you who get word for the day... The reading from the day is in 1 Corinthians 15. And this is what it says, verse 49. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, that's Adam, so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. Wait a minute, I better read that again. Just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, that's our human physical man, like Adam, Our physical body, yes, hallelujah, we're all like him. We're all human beings, praise God. Just like that, so shall we also carry the likeness of the man from heaven. There's coming a day when you and I will be just like him. So how do you know that? 1 John 3 and verse 2 and verse 3 says, Dear friends, Now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. God wants... You to be like his son Jesus. He created human people so that they could walk with him and talk with him like Adam and Eve in the garden. And sin broke that fellowship. Sin and the devil tried to separate us from a loving God. And evil started to stalk this earth. And began to separate for us as humans from anything that is good, anything that is God, anything that can. And, and before long, he, he, he chained away countless millions of people in darkness and in sin. 
binding them so that they do things they don't want to do and living in the way that he never intended them to live and brought them into areas of addiction and enslavement that they walk with their head down and, their, uh, and just heading for a Christless eternity. And the Father's heart aches for men and women. Jesus came to break the power of the enemy. Hallelujah. And to take the curse of sin in his own body on the cross. And it broke him. But he was willing to go there because he loved the Father and because he wanted men and women to be reconciled back to God. And so that one day they would be like him. And it's the power of the cross that changes a man or a woman. It's the love of God if we will only receive it. And Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, the first and the last. And it's not a matter of you and I sitting in our world and just saying, oh, well, it's all a bit, I don't know, I don't know this. Listen, he is the Son of God. And he says, follow me and I will make you. I will change you into the people that I created you to be. And at the end of time, when Jesus comes again, at the end of time, I tell you, you stand before him, you'll be like him. You'll be changed in a moment. This old body, hallelujah, that starts to feel the effects of gravity in all sorts of ways. Your hair falls out and your teeth fall out. And, 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 and so on and so forth. You trade it in for a resurrection body. Hallelujah. You wait till you see me in heaven. Glory. You'll probably walk straight past me. I'll have a head of hair. Locks coming down to my shoulders. I'll be terrific. Hallelujah. I'll have a spring in my step. I'll be able to sing in tune. It'll be a beautiful thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll have eyes that can see and ears that can hear. Hallelujah. You know, and an energy that will never run out. Praise God. And we'll be there to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. In this universe forever and forever. And when we see him, we shall be like him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I tell you, verse 51 of 1 Corinthians 15. Listen, I tell you, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. Praise God. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. Hallelujah. This is the Jesus I serve. Follow him. Choose him. Don't, don't hang in the thing. I'll just hang in the middle. There is no middle. There is no middle. If Jesus is Lord, then the greatest thing you and I can ever do is to say, yes, Lord, I'll follow you all the days of my life. And he is the one who sets us free. He is the one who cancels all sin. Hallelujah. 
He's the one who removes the blemishes and the stains that we've created during our life by dumb decisions. Changes us. Day by day and week by week, he makes us more like Jesus every day.